What's your favorite rum? Favorite rum? Yes. See, I like rum, but it's not my favorite liquor. Cool. What's your favorite liqueur? Tequila. Ooh, you're a tequila mommy. I'm a tequila mommy. You should know that. What the fuck? How do you not know? We've had what was so the many last time we together, drank? What was the last but time we drank I always together? want something with tequila in it. Like, for real. What was the last the time we drank together for me to remember Everything else is a downer for me. Like, if I a drink downer? some cognac, I'm going to want to spill my you were blood. just You were just sloshing on Ducey the other day, son. No. Yes, you were. It's on camera. <laughs> No. You were just guzzling down on, on what do okay, we call it? Okay, so maybe a honey colada or duce colada oh, is good. Oh, boy. So, but if I had to choose, it would be tequila. But if I get a good honey or duce colada, it's, 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 it's nice. But then it makes me like, I don't even want to say down. It depends on the mood I'm in. If I'm like feeling very like lusty, then... Lusty? Yeah. Then you're drinking what? What is your lusty liqueur of choice? Honey colada. So basic. Basic and lusty. <laughs> if I shut up. Not basic and lusty. <laughs> if I want to just have like a good time, um, tequila. And if it college days, it was Devil Springs and whatever that kills my Yo, alcohol never and my, my liver never enzymes, in my life and it was crazy. You didn't tried go to a Devil's, good school. No. You didn't go to a good school. I loved my life. Why what does that have to do with you just you first of all general springs is basically chilling. gasoline bottle it's really not it really is it's, it's the way that the whites used to talk about it oh my god the devil springs man i'm wasted you didn't go to a good school you know every person that drank devil springs in my school went I drank, straight to the hospital no, don't i didn't go no. to the hospital i didn't go to the hospital but i had a, a, a couple of good nights. what do you mix with devil springs um water no you can't drink water with devil springs at all you'll die oh 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 that will kill you <laughs> nothing else <laughs> not juice not soda water will kill you with devil springs you know what i'm done i don't drink on in any of these white liqueurs. but you know what's so funny i can do all the rum the vodkas the tequilas but get me in a good mood with some smirnoff ice i am loose off smirnoff the ice is not i know right it's funny it's so crazy Give me some Smirnoff ice. Now look. Or some White Claw. I am loose as a goose. White Claw. I don't know why. Like, I'm a thug with, like, alcohol. I'm like, oh my God. How do you go from White Claw to Henny, Henny Coladas? Where's, that's such an extreme. It's a lot of judgment that I'm feeling. It's not judgment. I'm just asking because I don't get it. I can't tell you how my body chemistry works. So you can handle Devil Springs. But... But a white claw, that's... What that's can you handle? I can handle many things. Like? Very strong whiskey. Shout out to Uncle Nearest. I could drink tequila. I'm a fan of rum. Okay. Higher to prove the better for me. Okay, cool. So you like uh, woodsmen and rivers and all yeah. those good rums. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I hate that shit. Oh, you hate that shit? My father likes to drink that shit. Of course, and then bring he's, the a, he's a woodsman. Sneak in, he's a bushman. Yeah, he's that's a what bush I mean. That's it. And sneaks in the 70 proof one, you know, the rivers, that's the brown label. Mm -hmm. Try to sneak that one in there and then just have a ball and drink it like water. I'm like, for what? Well, look. It's I, disgusting, it don't taste well with nothing. I actually like Campari better. Even the, the juice in Grenada that doesn't even taste good. You know that concentrated juice? Oh. Uh, it doesn't even make the rivers taste good. People who drink rivers just want to grow chest hair. I don't like it, well, but I it's grew, my room. I grew up with Jack Island in my house. So, so did I. So I grew up in Grenada. Okay, it's not a contest. Like it's that. a contest because you know I'm more Caribbean than you. All right, that's to be proven. But the answer is you're right. <laughs> you're not even from the mainland. For those who do know what we're talking about, that's an insult. That is a direct <laughs> crime. Okay, that is a. <laughs> Directed jab at me, and I don't even know why I'm offended because it's true, but I don't like it. And let's, let's just get started. Let's just get started. I know what happens. We have more Caribbean stuff to talk about, okay? Anyway. Oh. Sophisticated ignorance. You slide it right in, didn't you? Nope, don't do that. That's good. Queen of the block. I am evolving, okay? All right, here we go again. 
Welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast Sophisticated Ignorance. I am Vixen J. Jigger Rove. Rude Rove. Rude Rove. That's it. If I rude, I rude. You you're proud of yourself? That's the song. You like that bar? I love that song. That was a big bar for you? If I rude, I rude for spite. You're too proud of yourself, okay? Yeah. That's the problem. Just a little bit. No, a lot of it. A little bit. No, not a little bit at all. A lot of it. That's you. All right. Okay. So, anyway. Whatever. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Hope you guys are doing well out there. Uh, another week. And we have some things to discuss that's been going on in the interwebs. But also, just, you know, in general, um, as you probably heard earlier, we were talking about a bunch of Caribbean stuff. And... For those who don't know, our background is from the Caribbean. Uh, respectively, our families are from Grenada and Karakou. And Petit Marguerite. Yes, yes, the trifecta. Yeah. Well, I mean, who really from Petit Marguerite? Don't do that. I said who. Don't do that. I didn't say who as in no one is from, but who really? You Name one person from Petit Marguerite. Ten seconds on the clock. My ancestors came from the mainland, so I don't really know. So you're throwing shade. You're, you're throwing shade at a whole island. I'm That's supposed a, to be the sister island, you know. I'm I'm just telling you what I know. I just asked you to name one person from there. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just okay, said, there it is. I literally so just when said I, I just, only know so when I just where said, my ancestors are from. When I just said, but who you can't is, say that. I'm not trying to agree. You pulled me down your rabbit hole. Not a rabbit hole. Yeah. Ask a very general question. Who do you know? It's from P.T. Monique, and you have no answer for me. Because I don't know anyone from there. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know anyone from there either, but oh. I, I visited there. I took a, a boat trip. Okay. And it's, it's a pretty, pretty yeah. small island. Um, it is petite in the name, so... It's a pretty small island, but um, it's, it's actually really... Really open, in a sense. It's small but open because open. there's not a lot of housing there. And a lot of the kids, you know, because there's not school, there's, there's like one shop. Well, most of them, don't they, like, they travel, the, by they travel to go to, either, to different places? Um, or they have to, Karaku or they go to, yeah, to go to school. Yeah, yeah they're not, so, there's not but a lot But if you island. want a place to just, like, disappear, that's a place to go to. Disappear? Like, you don't want to be found. You by know? who? You know, some people just want to get away and just like not uh, have Do you want to get away and not be found? And be off the grid. Like, I know people like to find off solitude in things. That's one of the places that you can go to. That's but you realize people actually live there. They're not. I'm saying a lot of people don't. It's not a touristy type of town. So if you want to get lost in nature and just find yourself, find your truth, find some peace, that's some place you can visit. Okay. Well, audience, if you want to... Plan a getaway, aka an escape, aka <laughs> refuge. Uh, then look up Petit Marnique, and that's the place for you. Petit Marnique, they'll never find you. That's I think that's the official. I feel state like you, your ancestors are kind of shaking right now. My ancestors. Your ancestors. I am from the United States of America, as my mom would say. This is my country, not hers. My mom is very shady when she says that. Very, she's like, oh no. You're president. This is your country. My mom, not mine. my mom says that too, but she's she's actually even said. But you were actually born on, on the on the island itself. No, I was born in a plane. To be honest, that's a, that's a, a true. All right, semantics. Was, wow. Okay, so we're not gonna go there. Right. A lot of people thought I was born in Bermuda because at, at that time my mom was about to, you know. Mm. But uh, so you, we you ended up born, in Brooklyn. You were, you were born in the skies. We, we got to Brooklyn. Gotcha. And I was uh, happily at Brookdale Oh, Hospital. so you were conceived on the island, oh. but you were born here in Brooklyn, in, in, I, in New York City. And I actually had to go back and go to school in Grenada, which is, which is funny. It's funny now that the kids get away with so much stuff. I used to get beat every day. Mm. Yeah. Heard licks. Of first. Like licks. Big in, licks. Big licks. Your parents don't train you at home. You get trained at school. Well, th those were the good old days, you know? I don't know if it was a good old day, but I know to this day, before I go to lunch, I remember what 7 times 7 was because I thought it was 48. And I got the worst lash in my hand I've ever got in my life. And now you know what 7 times 7 is? I sure do. And the answer is? I'll never forget it. The answer is? 
Why are you testing me? This is not elementary school. You, you're supposed to automatically have the answer. I know it's 49. Why you do? I don't have so, to prove myself to you. You don't prove I have to, to prove myself to my teacher, but okay. not to you. No, this is not proof for me. This is proof you, for the what, audience. Are you trying to lash me? The audience is already in you. It's like you're well. trying to purposely put me on the spot. No, not at all. But no, yeah. Um, it was it, it. I am from the mainland. That's what I'm sticking to. Okay. Where what where your ancestors from other my than my ancestors? Yeah. You mean my parents and my grandparents? Semantics. Does this look like Wakanda? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I wish I was from Wakanda. <laughs> don't we all? Um no, my parents were from uh, Karaku, which is the sister island of Grenada, oh, which for fun. those of you who may not be familiar with the islands, um, according to my dad, uh, <laughs> Grenada is where all the fufu people are. Um, Excuse me? Fufu. You know, fancy. You uh, mean the uppity. mainland? Uppity. How, how are we uppity? Uh, and my is, father is, my is a big bushman. This is my dad's words, not mine. Do you believe what your dad's saying? Mind you, every time I go to Grenada, it's just a pass to get to Karakul. Do you believe what your dad's saying? I don't have enough proof. So wait a minute. You've have, never been to Grenada, Grenada. I have been to Grenada. You know, I have my Grenadian driver's license. I can take you around. Congratulations. Boom, bam. Okay. I got my passport. Good. I am triple uh, citizen all around town. And that's probably a, a topic we need to get into to deeper when it comes to um, um, citizenship okay. and what that, that looks like. I don't think you're a citizen of Grenada. I am not. I never claim to be. You, however, have a driver's license and passport and, and papers and, and other things. You have to realize that I grew up there. And I didn't. And no, right. Okay. So, th so it's not a contest so that I'm me. better. What? Nothing. I <laughs> 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 like how you didn't deny it. <laughs> mm -hmm. You see? You see what I'm talking about with this one? And then, can we get into our topic, please? We're getting off. I'm ready. Bring you, 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 giving your ancestors all kinds of. I didn't give foo -foo. my. You trying to downplay where you, I was coming from? I'm not so downplaying anything. You I'm said we were giving. foo foo and fancy. I didn't say that. And the real bush what, people come from Grenada, the I mainland. I said uh, this is my father's opinion. Is it yours? I don't have an opinion. I'm just oh, telling you okay. what I've been told. Okay, cool. We'll if I okay. was to have more time on the mainland of Grenada, then I would have my own opinion. Okay. That's all. That's it. Okay. Okay, cool. We'll just leave it. We'll leave it to the we'll ancestors leave it, yep. to decide. It's, That's it. Yep. And we'll just keep it moving. I, I am walking on sunshine. All right. So today, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about cultural appropriation from a Caribbean lens. And uh, we've talked about cultural appropriation on this podcast before a while back. But, you know, I particularly like uh, having the same conversations in different lights. So what mainly sparked this conversation was recently uh, we had the story about Michael B. Jordan uh, coming up with a rum brand, which mm -hmm. he uh, named uh, Juve. Juve. And for those who are not familiar with Juve, Juve is a carnival event that happens in the Caribbean. Uh, it was predominantly, uh, it started in Trinidad mm -hmm. and Tobago. And it's just this, uh, it's an event that happens like in the wee hours of the morning. It's supposed to commemorate like the beginning of Carnival and a lot of people are out, um, you know, just having a time. So I, I guess somehow, some way, Michael B. Jordan, you know, not discovered the word, but came across the term and he wanted to incorporate that into his rum brand. And I think in his way of trying to I guess, honor the term or kind of bring some light to it, uh, it was seen as appropriation from people on the island and other people. So he recently had to, um, you know, kind of come to terms with that and he decided to uh, rename the rum brand, right? So, yeah, I mean, that is definitely an example. Now, my opinion about it, and excuse my ignorance on this, is that I didn't necessarily see a problem with it Granted, you know, I don't have any Trinidadian roots or anything like that. I didn't necessarily see a problem with it. I understand that someone like him, probably him, you know, using that term for this brand may have not been thought out right. But I didn't yeah. see the actual problem with someone naming a rum brand Juve, right? Now, 
in the context of legalities, I'm not no business major, but understanding that utilizing that term and trademarking it for the sake of the brand, the rum brand, was just out of protection for anybody else not to use it. Right. Right. I don't think, and granted, I don't know his intentions, but I personally don't think Michael B. Jordan was trying to take the term Juve and now take it away from that culture to where if anybody from the culture would use that term, they would be met with some type of legality or anything like that. That's, that's my opinion, but I don't know. But I can also understand how people are very sensitive about um, you know, what happened. So what are your thoughts on it? Because, yeah, that's what I just think. I that mean, I, I am a little bit bothered. I do have uh, Trini Roots uh, as well, mm. but um, I think he was trying, you know, again, I don't know his intentions, I didn't like the cultural appropriation behind it. I'm not mad at the business sense because, you know, if you are sharp, you're going to go after a business and try to get something marketed the mm -hmm. best ability, you know. But him using Juve and he knows nothing about the Caribbean culture is something that bothered me because as someone who grew up and embodied that, because even though I grew up in Grenada, my father, my grandfather was from Trinidad, and I used to spend many times in Grandy with him, and we did a lot of traditional stuff, you know, leading up to Carnival, leading up to Lent and Ash Wednesday, you know, having that big celebration before everyone, you know, quote-unquote purges, quote-unquote repents their sins. And it felt like he was taking the essence of Juve and trying to diminish it, you know what I mean? Mm. Then, and, and I think that's what a lot of Caribbean people received it as because, you know, Carnival, like Rihanna's going to Carnival in Barbados and doing crap over. So people are aware of what it is, but don't really know what it is until you've actually experienced it. Right. So from a business sense, it's smart to to try to market off of someone. But, you know, I would have respected him more, like if he actually went, you know, and went to Trinidad experience carnival because everyone you know who goes to carnival they have a newfound love for it he did the marshall monday kiss tuesday uh wind down wednesday drank rum went to panorama played in a mass did a mass band and just said i enjoyed the carnival experience then i would have had a softer opinion of him trying to trademark juve Mm. As a rum brand. Mm. Yeah. It sounds like you know a lot about Carnival. Do I? Yeah. What makes you think that I know a lot about Carnival? Well, you just rattled off the whole schedule for a typical Carnival. I've never been to Trinidad's Carnival. Never? No, I haven't. Have you been to any Carnival? Yes. Ah, there it is. The truth. <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I mean, Carnival... Talk about your Carnival experience real quick. Why? Well... My carnival experience, um, I've went to several carnivals. I've played uh, in... Several. <laughs> Not just the one, ladies and gentlemen. Several. I, well, you know what? My first was Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn, of course. Um, and it's it's a nice, like, um, pre-carnival experience it's for people like, who don't... Beginners. Who doesn't... Yeah, you've never for really done... those who are not from New York, yes. ...any um, type of, like, carnival. Yeah, if you're not from New York, basically, you know, the, every year they would have a Caribbean carnival and it'd take up, like, the majority of, like, Brooklyn in that sense. And a lot of people would come out and it would be, like, millions of people that would come every year uh, to experience that. And I think for some, that was, like, if not their first experience, majority you know, more accessible in the sense of like New York and stuff like that. But yes, our Carnival happens also in the Caribbean, Trinidad, and in um, uh, South America. Brazil? Brazil. There's yeah. a Brazilian Carnival as well. Yeah, there's Brazilian Carnival. Yeah. And, there's in Guyana, Canada, there's Carabana, there's Crop Over, there's Spice Mass, right. there's Vinci Mass, there's Notting Hill, there's mm -hmm. Ibiza in Spain. I've none that I've been to. Of course not. Because you're a Carnival newbie. Okay, so I've been to a, a few carnivals. There it um, is. The truth once again, ladies and gentlemen. And the experience is something you have to go to different countries to have different experiences. So I'm partial because I grew up in Grenada. My father's Grenadian. So I've done Spice Mass a lot. And I am conditioned to love that the most because 
that's the first one that I've experienced. So I've always had that as a comparison to others. Mm. I want to go to different carnivals. There's a bunch that I haven't gone to. I've only done Bermuda and St. Lucia Carnival, and they were just as good as well, too. You know, you you have your costume, you do your band launch, you go to different parties, you run up to the truck with your... Um, with your cup so you can get full, mm. you dance in the sun, you dance on whoever you want, you just free yourself up. It's kind of like a purge in itself. So whatever it is you got to release, you release it out and you leave it on the road and you, leave you it go. On the road. Yeah, you go about it. And if if Michael B. Jordan did that, like, you know, a lot, even, um, what's his face? Benzino, all of them, they were singing soca songs when they come out. I know. Benzino. I know. He's a bad example, but a lot of people, I don't know. I don't know a lot of. Uh, hip hop or Americans who transfer who go into carnival like the whole Nicki Minaj she was at carnival one time. yeah but she's like she Trini I'm, I'm talking about somebody who has no like Caribbean ties ties to it at all like a straight like American grew up in the south doesn't really know anything about the Caribbean culture not like a Rihanna not like a Carly not like a um, Cardi B not like a Nicki that actually knows like if Beyonce who's Nola from New Orleans goes to like Trinidad Carnival, I'm sure she'll have a different outlook. And that's the same kind of narrative that I want to say for Michael B. Jordan. If he went and he experienced all of that, got his little costume, was seen taking pictures and just <laughs> naturally enjoying himself, I think it's the authenticity behind it. Him enjoying himself, him being a part of the culture and just integrated into himself, he would have just gotten a uh, more receptive approach to when he's saying he wants to do a run for Juve. Hey, I I was um, I was uh, enlightened by this, and this helped motivate me to create this run. It seemed like it just came out of nowhere. That that I think that's where a lot of people are just are confused with that. So I don't I haven't like I don't know if he's just the face for Juve, or if there was like any type of development behind the run. But again, it came across like, hey, this man saw opportunity and if he started pushing this product, is he going to include some type of Caribbean influence behind it or say this is the national realm of Trinidad, start doing exports, do, giving charity work, try to promote it at different carnivals. You know what I mean? It's not like it's a carib. It's not like it's a stag. It's not like it's like one of those Caribbean type of um, alcoholic beverages that you could promote at Carnival. So I'm kind of iffy about what his true intentions were behind the actual realm. You know? Yeah. From a business standpoint, hey, if I could have thought of doing a Juve rum, I would have done it. Hell, if I could do a wine in Grenada right now and do like a spice wine, my nickname is Spicy, or, or a nutmeg wine or something like that, just make it like... It got to be a play on words, though. It has to be a play on words. I mean, really have wine in there. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it's something like that, I would put some creative thought and creative juices into it and create it, a name behind it or just, just trademark that name and mm. sell it. But again, I have ties to the Caribbean. I've had the experience. I know what it's about. I've actually been there and it didn't seem disingenuous. Yes. Like It's just like he just pulled this out. Oh, yeah, juve is a good word. Boom. Bust a wine. I think they have drinks like that in like suede or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not suede. <laughs> 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 Curvy to one of them, one of them. So. Oh baby, that is funny. Suede is a Caribbean restaurant for those who don't know. But anyway, um, that's hilarious. But yeah, no, okay, I agree with what you're saying. I also, but to that caveat though, is like, all right, yes, even if he took the opportunity to immerse himself in the culture, right, and have that newfound. Uh, I guess inspiration. I also feel like that's kind of disingenuous too, because it's like, all right, you know, just having one carnival experience does not make you now immersed in the culture or expert or anything like that. So I feel like, you know, for example, all right, and this might be ignorant, but you know, the fact that we, you know, have Chinese food in the hood, right? Mm -hmm. Majority of majority of us has not been to China. But yet we yam down this food every day. Yo, Chinese food's the bomb, da da da. But we don't know nothing about China, right? Now, not to say that we're necessarily appropriating Chinese culture, but the fact that you know we can't truly appreciate that type of cuisine because we've never been there before. 
And we all know that the majority of the type of Chinese food cuisine that's being served is not the authentic food that they're eating in that mainland. So it's like in a similar fashion where it's like, all right, you know, Michael Jordan necessarily has not been to the Caribbean, but he heard about this experience, probably has friends that know about it, whatever, and he felt like he just wanted to take the spirit of this thing and incorporate it into a drink to kind of, kind of, not mimic, but to also, I guess, to commemorate or whatever. But I that's mean, the thing. If he had, I'm saying that doesn't justify it, but it would have, it would have softened the blow. Okay. And then, you know, in in that aspect, it would be more digestible. And you know, people like to have things that are easy to digest. Correct. Right. Fair so, um, but you know, they're they're getting on Michael. Because of this, and as a black man, you know, it's, it's, I don't know about cultural appropriation, but again, like there, there were some, there's like this drink called Calypso mm-hmm. and uh, the white, white guy, I really don't know his name, but, um, I think it's David something, David, David K. He created Calypso. I've seen it in stores. I've seen it sold in, um. Caribbean food restaurants as well too. I myself personally has never drank it. The juice itself, I, I'm sure there's a variety of flavors, but I've never had it. But again, I think that is some big time cultural appropriation, and that wasn't hit as hard as Michael B. Jordan, you know, um, from a white man who's using calypso, which oh, is based no. based in the Caribbean and definitely using all types of tropical fruits to incorporate things from the Caribbean to make it into a profit for himself. So, and Michael B. Jordan is doing that, but... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just reading. Okay, guys, okay. So for those who don't know, Calypso is a Caribbean term. Um, It's for the music that... It represents the music music and it's a part of the culture. A part of the culture in the Caribbean that we use. Here, you're going to get a big chuckle out of this one. Please don't let me laugh. So uh, I looked up the... I looked up Calypso, the brand, uh, the drink, and here's the history. This is just the first sentence. I'm already just like, I'm done. The original and now famous Calypso lemonade recipe was created in 1985 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. (laughs) by the owner of the King Juice Company, Inc. The idea was simple. Make an authentic, delicious lemonade made with real lemons and real sugar. We made the lemons in small batches and blah, 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 blah. So, let's review. So, Um, it's an authentic calypso. But do they say, you know what, it's so funny, they can use words and trickery and foolery for us. They never really said if it was a Caribbean-based juice. But in essence, the word Calypso is from folklore and storytelling and music, and it ties in with Kaiso, and that's how we were expressive of ourselves with our, with our music, rhythm, and our different types of orchestra. You know, you think Calypso, you think in steel pan, you think in the Caribbean. No? I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just reading this. Uh, no, but are you thinking about that? Of course, no. Calypso, you think Caribbean? When I steel hear Calypso, can, I am not thinking of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Papayas, pineapples. You're thinking about sunset breezes, oceans. You're thinking of sea salt. All of the stuff in the Caribbean. Oh, here's the appropriation in 4K. From <clears throat> Milwaukee? From Milwaukee. Um, fast forward to 2018. The <laughs> yeah. islands... It's an it's an italicized, so you know that they're being that they're emphasizing it. Which island? Just all of the them. Islands. All of them. Okay. Jamaica, obviously. <laughs> the island's inspiration was brought to life even more with new watercolor graphics and island foliage. So, in other words, the before two thousand eighteen, it wasn't giving it wasn't giving island. It enough. wasn't. It wasn't. So they had to what it was jazz it up with some. Caribbean colors and they didn't understand <clears throat> the assignment. Island foliage. Okay. So let's slap some trees on there. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, whatever. Over a dozen lemonade, blah 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 blah. Each calypso flavor is made with a focus on quality using real lemon and lime bits. From our family to yours, 
enjoy a taste of the islands and be your island self. All right, I need to see um, what flavors they have. This is the story. What? What? I need to know what flavors they have. Oh, you want to know the flavors? I need to know the flavors. Oh, oh, yeah. it might be it might be a, a, a jolly good time. I don't know if you see this picture, but there's uh, rainbow rated flavors. They they come up with all of them. We have oh god, you gotta love these names. We have ocean blue lemonade. We have southern peach lemonade. Island southern wave. wait southern peach. Calypso. Island Wave Lemonade. Okay. We have, uh, let's see, which other ones is that make me, oh, Paradise Punch Lemonade. Well, that's a rum punch? <laughs> we all know it's a rum punch. <laughs> let's not be stripping. <laughs> we have, let's see, uh, Cucumber Limeade, Tropical Mango. Mm -hmm. um, we have Jamaica Limeade. You know what that's reminds me, me of? Irie, man. That's that Seagram's one. Oh, that that gosh. wine cooler. Yuck. They've been culturally appropriating all these coral blast lemonade. It's just, you know, you know, this is what we're talking about. So I need y'all to get off of Michael B. Jordan's case. And I need y'all to um, Yeah, what what where's the where's the fight? Like, I mean, I know. You know, everybody's trying to make money, but he's a black man. We should be at least supportive of a we black can take man. The, we can take the fight to Calypso. To Calypso. We can take the fight to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and say, hey, this shit ain't This okay. guy's been riding the Caribbean coattails since 1985. Shoot. This is, this is, this is um, offensive. This is, this is where the real fight should begin. <laughs> Let me see if I can look up the career so I can now join the company and take it down from the inside. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, mind you. But why, why are we fighting a, another black man because he has an idea? Well, so. it's, I don't even think, okay, despite the color of person's skin, I don't even think that's the point here. I think the main case is just taking aspects of Caribbean culture and appropriating it or using it that is outside of the culture. That, there's no, there's no benefit. Like, okay, it'll be different. Maybe, you know, and I think we're just giving Michael the benefit of the doubt because, you know, he's black or whatever. But let's say if he made the rum and said the proceeds of said rum goes back to Trinidad and I'm goes sure towards whatever. I'm sure it would be received well. But that wasn't the case. Yeah. Unfortunately. He's a businessman. Right. And I don't think Calypso Lemonades is giving back to the, the island. Not even close. The island of Milwaukee. No, the islands. The islands. <laughs> the islands. The big, vague islands. So, you know, I mean, all these people, you know, um, you know, uptake from that culture because obviously... They know where the, the islands, market is. It's, it's Irimon, everything is cool and jamming and blah, blah, blah. But they don't care, son. They don't care. And that hurts because, you know, unfortunately, it now gets watered down and the cultural aspects of it are not recognized properly. And then... You know, it becomes a typical white family going to Jamaica, getting the fucking braids and saying, yeah, I had a great time. Yep. And I don't, and that's why I was kind of relating it to Michael B. Jordan in the sense where it was like, all right, if he did go down there and dress up and do all these things and say, oh, yep, have my authentic Trinidad experience, let me go make this rum, I'd feel a way too because it's like, nah, son, that's not how it works. Yeah, I would too. But... Again, it would have been softened. The blow would have been softened. Fair enough. Would have been softened. I, I think so. If it was softened and if he had some kind of works with some island in the Caribbean, say, oh, proceeds of this will go for this, like you said, mm -hmm. or he's going to incorporate some new business venture because if you open a factory up there and you give more job opportunities There's or some, something like the other things that could be incorporated, it seems as though you're just trying to steal from your fellow man. I right. think that's where... And capitalize on it yeah. too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, from a business aspect, if I was thinking of Juve Rum, I would have pitched it myself too, but, you know. And then again, if I was like fully American like black American from the South and I went to like some school and it was like a big like culture shock of Caribbean um, culture and let's say I was a business major and I knew how much people love carnival, like people would do anything to go to a carnival, I will capitalize on it myself. I'm mm -hmm. not mad at him for doing it, but his intentions were probably selfish. Okay. What do you think? No, I, I, I agree. I agree. He just didn't really think of the bigger picture to it. You know what I mean? And just thought like, oh, hey, once again, I probably heard of this term. I wanted to utilize it for this brand and it would be cool. And 
as long as I recognize the history of it, then everything is fine. And well, it just didn't end well. So there's that. Yeah, Nikki. Nikki didn't even want to capitalize it with her with her. Mixed, Nikki just wanted to speak her, her because, mixed drink because Twitter's she didn't even free. Try. Because Twitter's free, and she just wanted to respond. She didn't even try. I mm. didn't. I, I don't think I ever even tried to mix. You have tried mix. Mix what? Her drink. Nikki Minaj has a drink. Yes, MYX. NYX? MYX. MYX? Yes. Never in my life. Oh my God. Yeah, she has a drink. And MYX? they could have even collaborated Juve Mix. That that already sound like that sound like a drink right there. Does it? <laughs> I've never in my days heard of this drink. You've never heard of it? I'm not going out searching for Nicki Minaj. I'm gonna mix. bring it next time. Well, well, it's like Moscato. It's like very, very it, light. It screams Moscato. It's light. It's very I'm over, light. I'm over. Our people need to let go of Moscato. Let Moscato free. Okay? Moscato was an innocent dessert wine, and now all of a sudden, it's all Moscato and everything. Let, let's well, let it go. Well, you know, if... if, if first of all, y'all niggas drinking it wrong. Oh, my God. Number one answer on the board. And unfortunately, I got, fell into the Moscato craze until I realized, wait a minute, this is not how this wine works. I drink whatever I like. I don't. I don't follow trends. What do you mean trends? Everybody was going for Moscato, Bartonura, mix. Okay, what, so weren't you drinking it too? I just actually, I'm more a prosecco girl. I don't drink. I don't drink this. But I, like I said, I just drink what I like. But if if Michael and Nikki actually collab, something could have popped off. Something could have popped like off. Like what? I don't know. Like I said, the Juve mix thing. They could have did a. Moscato line and a rum line and then created something and who knows scholarships. I, I really scholarships, don't know. Scholarships? What? I'm, I'm not a marketing <laughs> genius, but why wouldn't you want to have a scholarship? Like a Michael B. Jordan business scholarship. Why not? You think Michael B. Jordan is that much of a businessman where he's giving But I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Whatever his intentions was was just to make money. He wasn't trying to... Like, like Nicki Minaj I, and Mixer? Oh, well, yeah, Nicki. yeah. For sure. She ain't trying to hear all that. Nobody's that. coming at Nicki Minaj for cultural appropriation. Give but she's respect. not culturally appropriating anything. She's culturally appropriating Moscato. Moscato is offended. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Okay. <laughs> well, just like all the white people are going to get their hair braided, you know, they just... Continue to do it even through TikTok now. You know, there's a ban on TikTok oh, yes. with um, the black uh, influencers who don't want to dance anymore. And rightfully so. I mean, this kind of ties into cultural appropriation. But yes, we also were thinking about uh, recently black TikTok dancers or influencers uh, going on strike, basically. Yeah. And saying, hey, whites... We're not going to give you these dances. <laughs> and the fact that they are flailing is hilarious. <laughs> like, it's so funny because it's like, you, you could obviously tell where the creativity comes from. Like, I posted on the, um, the IG for the podcast that this guy, um, you know, did a TikTok about, like, he, he didn't even make up a real dance. It was just like, hey, y'all, black people are it when it comes to this app, so we're not giving you shit. And then the whites just took it and ran with it, and they looked like idiots. And dude was like, yo, this is not even a dance. What are y'all doing? Did you see the one where she was trying to dance to, to Megan's uh, song, mm -hmm. the thought song, and it literally says, hands in the air, then on your knees? And then she throws her hands in the air and then and, shake and left she, And waves them like she just doesn't care. Because they don't care, you see. These these white creators, they don't care. They just put their hands in the air and flailed it oh, like a damn inflatable Like damn, the, the used yes. car lots. <laughs> And it just goes to show that, you know, we as people are, like our people, we just craft that level of culture. But how long do you think this strike is going to go on for? I hope it goes we, on for we, a long ass time. But, you know, we like to dance. And even if we just do it in the street, somebody's just going to record it and then guess what? Boom. I mean, we can't stop. Unfortunately, when it comes to that level of social media, we can't stop others from taking. But it just sucks that black creators aren't getting credited enough. Yeah, these that's what things. it is. So it's like we're trying to prevent that. By not coming up with a dance, but then the white sister is gonna flail and say, "Oh, we just have to come up with something because we want to be cool and trendy and get blah 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 blah." <sighs> Y'all are annoying. White talk is annoying. You know, you have to give credit where credit due. Like same thing with um, Michael B. Jordan. He didn't give credit to where Juve was originated from. Well, I mean, and he... I think that's what I think that's what a lot of people were basing that on too, because they're like, "You're stealing part of our culture." The white people are stealing the dances and there's no like credit being done or being said saying, hey, 
we got it from this. It's like, oh wait, I did this all on my own. Poof. <laughs> I didn't get any ideas and I wasn't influenced by anything. I just created it from my head like magic. And that's that's where a lot of people are just finding a lot of, you know, angst against it. Like, yo, we literally just saw this on his page yesterday and you're doing it trying to call it your own. Right. What is that? That's plagiarism. Turn it in. Like, big, what the hell? Big that is a big time. Big crimes. Like, that, how? And then be okay with it. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah, no, it's not fair. But once again, unfortunately, the internet allows things to be open range. And it's not like we can put trademarks on certain things. Like, I know in the past they talked about, like, trademarky dance or copywriting dances and stuff. But legality-wise, I don't think you technically can do that. It's a whole thing. It even, gets very complicated, so. Even now with the whole, like, the whole trend with BBLs. Now, that's a whole new Ooh, trend BBLs. now. Everybody oh. wants big butts now, but you know who was the queen of rotund asses? Black women, right? Oh, I thought you were going to name someone specifically. Like, the queen, or like. Do you have one person in mind? No, just black women in general. Okay. Our asses were on everything. Like, it this, and everybody watched. Everyone watched. Well, back in the day, I have to admit, um, when I was growing up, like in the 90s and in the 2000s, breast implants were the BBLs of mm. today. Okay. So everybody wanted breast implants. But now they see in all our black sisters, African-Americans, our African sisters, everybody has that southern home fed, that ass, that ass on fleek. And now you can just get it from surgeries. And everybody's going to do BBLs now, getting on payment plans, trying to take out PPP loans for it. I, I wonder how the Brazilians are feeling about this trend. They're going to um, different countries where they don't have adequate health care just so they can... Well, Get they also the don't have adequate procedures for this shit as well. Because Did you see where there was a flight full of girls from the DR that all got BBLs? Yikes. And they all need personnel in the airport, I think this was in Atlanta, to bring wheelchairs for like at least 20 people oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. that flight to be flown out. And I don't even know how they got on a plane because you can't sit, sit on your ass. You gotta be lean now, so they they all need assistance into the plane for that. So I, I I mean, this is the trend now. Everybody and everyone's carved the same way. Everyone's shaped the same way. Do you men like that shit? What? Just oh, I know you like but see, ass. No, but see, but the irony is that, oh, and this is where men come in. Yeah. yeah. But the irony is that men, yeah, they like big asses or whatever. But then I, I mean, from what I've seen on social media you'd see uh, a woman with that type of procedure and be like, oh, nah, I like my ass is real, blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, you realize that you've been perpetuating this type of standard or image that women are receiving and now that they're, certain people or certain women are receiving that, they want to go do it because they're trying to fulfill either a level of self-confidence or whatever the case may be. And then you turn around the same men that have been criticizing women like that and say, oh, nah, your shit fake. Now nah, I'm looking for some real ass. So yeah. it's just like, you, yeah. you can't win. Yeah, that's the same thing that used to happen with hair weaves too. Hair weaves were pretty unpopular. And back in the day, only the rich people could have afford hair weaves and no one knew about it. And then afterwards, hair weaves started becoming more popular. And women who could not grow hair or had shorter hair got hair weaves. And then the men, again, perpetuated, oh, I don't like girls who don't have real hair. But they love all the girls whose hairs on the videos, whatever, down to their butt, the 30 inches. The same thing, like you said, with the BBLs. They like seeing that ass. They like seeing the, the 360 lipo and the augmentations. They all carve the same. But then when they get down to the nitty gritty, I can't deal with that fake ass. I like a real ass, you know. But they beat their meat every night to the fake asses. The moral of the story like, is men should stay out of women's business. I, I agree. The end. But you can't do that because women look for men's approval. And that's why they're all right, going but see, to get the BBL. Okay, looking for men's approval, fine and fair and dandy. But at the same time, these men don't even know what they really want. They don't want. know what they want. So unfortunately, you just have to but, do it for you, sis. 
Yeah, you have to do it for you, but some some women do it for themselves and also to look good and to build their self-confidence. And that's really what it matters. Who, yeah. Do it for yourself. Whoever accepts you, accepts you. And that's it. But yeah. don't be getting these BBLs for these <laughs> MENs. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. It's not It's not right. I'm not, it's not right, but some girls like the attention. And that's fine. But they're doing it for them. They're not doing it... For, I mean, if they're tr- doing it to attract men, Yeah, sure. of course. But at the end of the day, they're doing it for them. Mm-hmm. Do not get a BBL for no no nan nigga out here. Don't do it. I'm telling you right so, now. So if you, you were in a relationship up. with someone who was a nas at all, that means no ass at all. I see. Yes. And you know, they express to you that they aren't comfortable with themselves. Okay. And they wanted your opinion if they should get a BBL or not. What would you tell your partner? Well, at the end of the day, I would support the decision as long as they understand the risk and all these things. And as long as they understand that, all right, you're doing this for you. Understand the risk. Be safe. Obviously, do your research. Don't just jump on a plane or see an Instagram post and say, swipe up, I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you understand the risk, then yeah, I'll fully support that. Okay. But I just, as long as you're not doing it for the, well, I don't know what the What about if some people do it for, what about if she wants to do it for clout? Then I would, I would. You still support? I would not. I. <laughs> it's comes down to a matter of intent, and if they're doing it for clout, then I would disagree on why they should do it. Right. Because yeah. it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's not. Don't don't do it for clout. The risk and benefits aren't worth it. It no. literally isn't. Health wise, otherwise, yeah, no, it's not. It's not the wave. So don't do that. Yeah. Well, I might get one. I strongly suggest you don't. I now, aren't you the medical professional here? I want a wagon that drags. Oh. I mean, I got a butt, but I want a wagon. You know those wagons? You know people have back pain because of these things, right? You know, I actually want to take these off. You know you can do like a but tissue switch. I don't. Why would I do a tissue switch? I don't know. Am I making sense? No, you're thing? not. I wanted to you get a. Re- you can't switch it. I wanted to get a reduction, but okay. I'm li- I'm being influenced by everybody else. By uh, whomst? Just uh, people in my life. Like? Like family and close friends. Let's call them out because they need to get tongue lashings. You don't even know what they're going to say. If I get a <laughs> reduction, according to my frame, it would not look right with me. Like my boobs mm. are at a good size for my frame. How convenient. I don't have back pain, but I just never like my boobs. I went from like none to like triple D by the okay. time I hit high school and I always felt like I had to hide it. I used to wear those big ass FUBU shirts <laughs> and shit, the men shirt, cause I was like, oh my God, I hate my boobs. Like I wasn't like, oh my God, boobs. But apparently people like boobs and my boobs are great, apparently. I don't think so, but according to, to other people. Your close friends and family. Shut up. Your words are not mine. But I do want to get a wagon, and I want to get a wagon because I feel as though I am heavy set, and I try to eat fast food, sadly, so I can get a little thicker back here. But it don't work. I it don't, don't go there. I don't think that's how it, it goes works. here all the time. So right. this is why the girls do the fat transfer. I can understand the psychology behind it because they're like, oh, you see someone, let's say. Southern rays, and they are shapely as fuck. And I'm like, damn. I know genetics have to deal with it, but genetics. but I'm like, damn. When I eat cornbread, it go here, not back there. Because see, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm like, ah, and you say genetics. My mother got a donk. All right, my mother is a shapely woman. Do not talk to me about your mother like that. Do not. My mom don't got a donk. I don't know any of this information. You never see my mom ask. I am my not mom has at a your great mom's ass to whatever. I would not confirm. You know she. My mother. Has don't a say great you know. Don't do that. I'm not. You look, know. I'm not checking out. That's your why you try to cut me off because what? you know. My I don't mom, know anything. My mom has a great ass. She has a great Her body. Her mine. And she didn't give it to me. I have my grandmother on my dad's side, which is the Grenadian side. I have that flat kind of. I have the high up, but not the flat. So I want a little junk, and I'm I would per, I'm not gonna do a BBL, but I would purely do it for cosmetic region, not because I don't have an ass, purely cosmetic. And There's that's your no choice. reason other than that to have a BBL. And that's your choice. Yeah. As long as you know the risk. And but I'm not gonna so. do it. I'm oh, not gonna do it because I'm I as a medical profession definitely scared of surgery 
any type of anesthesia, anything that puts me under, anything that affects my cardiac rate, anytime that affects my liver enzymes, anything like that, I'm scared. If I don't have to do the surgery, I won't. Don't if you. I have to do it, then God be with me. And at the end of the day, it sounds cliche and it sounds like, oh, I've heard it all before. Good old diet and exercise. Good old squats. You know what? We should do a challenge. What challenge? Uh, the BBL challenge together. <laughs> Get your mandibles off me first and foremost. We Second can do like a squat challenge with diet and exercise. Why do we have to do a squat challenge? I don't need any more ass. Do you want to just be supportive of me, your friend? You can do the squat challenge and I can support you. All right. How about that? Okay. The point is love yourself and love <laughs> would overflow from you. Yes, do love yourself. Yeah. Indeed. Um, and at the end of the day, know why you would want to like augment your body for whatever reason. Yeah. If it's for health reasons, of course. You know, I mean, yeah. once again, at the end of the day, there's no judgment, so to speak. But just know why you're doing it and understand the risk. Mm-hmm. Because at, at the end of the day, it's like, you go from BBL to, well, yikes. Yeah. My dad was just talking about a friend of his. Um, apparently, <laughs> shut up. No, sorry. I was going to say something stupid. Say it. I was going to say, if you get a BBL and it doesn't work out, that's your ass fault. <laughs> ass fault. Okay, it's a corny joke and I laughed at it. It's Don't funny. judge me. It's funny. Carry on, okay? Funny. It's your ass fault. Anyway, go on. Just, just speaking into self-confidence as well, too. And this guy, he owns himself. My father had a friend who apparently was really shitty to his teeth when he was younger right. and he uh, apparently had a whole bunch of teeth falling out so he decided shitty to, take, to his, was he doing drugs he did not take care of his teeth at he all he didn't brush his teeth i'm just saying he did not take care of his teeth can i don't you, know can you the divine behind it. i don't know there's only so much ways you can't take care of your teeth like i don't, brush? don't know the logist, maybe he could not afford a toothbrush i don't know what's going on what, what, i don't know how I don't, long ago was this a while back Wow, wow, Define a while back. What do you mean before toothbrush was already invented? Yeah. That, that part. You know, sometimes people like in the islands, they really don't have money to okay. afford enough. things. They don't have running water, like okay. whatever they can find. Like if he had like a stick, he would use the sticks. I stand corrected. Right. So he so, just didn't have yeah. access He didn't to have access to dental, dental care hygiene. and he didn't have a right. dentist to look after. So if he had a cavity, it probably spread and it wasn't, yeah, so he didn't have good teeth. So when he came to America and he went to a dentist, the dentist was like, you don't have good teeth. He decided mm. to take it all out and do dental implants. And he said, that's the best decision, decision. he ever made in his life. Okay. Just to speak self-confidence into himself. And he know, he admits it. He'll go out and they're like, oh, you have really nice teeth. He was like, yeah, I put it in. And it, and it helps him with his confidence. And it, I guess it eases other people who also probably feel don't feel as confident in their teeth as well to say, okay, he did something and changed it the same way with BBL. You did right. something to change it to make yourself more confident. So I think that was like a, a mean, self-love. Changing kind. your teeth versus changing your ass. It's, it's you just both, self, it both speaks into self-confidence. But see, I mean, okay, though, though they might loop dental work under cosmetic mm-hmm. but realistically it's like if you don't take care of your teeth that can affect your body that can get into your bloodstream diseases so but you necessarily say- don't need to have teeth you huh? don't need to have teeth like what? there's people who just have gums oh all right yeah that's what i'm okay. saying but st- you still have to take care, care of, of your, your mouth, teeth yeah regardless of teeth or not yeah if you don't have an ass it's like i don't know about i don't know if he was taking in- care of his mouth i don't know about that but he probably wasn't all right but end of the day yes and as I said, though it's filed under cosmetic, taking care of your mouth, oral hygiene in general, if you don't do that, regardless of cosmetic oh, yeah, you can or have the way all it kinds looks, of blood disease, yeah, it's, heart disease, anything. It doesn't like that. end well. If you have no ass at all, that's not going to affect your bloodstream and get to it just I like, mean it, it just affects means you, it you just can't, means you, you don't can't have determine ass. someone's <laughs> impact. They have no on one their is lives. getting a BBL for health reasons in the sense of oh <laughs> Bigger ass, life will last. Like, that's not how that works. It's just not. It's not, but that's not how the mind works sometimes. Sometimes they're going to make a reason to justify it. And that's fine. Yeah. As long as people know that that's just not the case. Okay. But your life, your ass, do what you want, son. Yeah. Whom are we to judge? I'm not judging. Listen. No judgment here? Plastic surgeons are making a killing. and this Big killing. 
this I don't know if this trend is gonna go on forever. It is. You think so? Ass, big asses will never die. Why did it take so long for it to be public now? Like before then it was listen, before then people got work done but you never knew who got work. It was like a little mystery. Somebody didn't have ass and then they all of a sudden had ass. But you couldn't say they had a BBL. Well back then there was no way to promote it in the sense of like, hey everybody. It's just like whoever you happen to cross by or come in contact with, then oh girl, where you get the ass? But now it's like you can post it all over social media. Yeah, I got yep. my ass from And then I get a fifteen percent discount. Right. <laughs> I mean, hey, once again, no judgment. And I also recognize my privilege when we were talking about the gentleman with his teeth. I feel bad about that, so I'm gonna call myself out about that. That's Which okay. is another good episode we should talk about, privilege and power. We talked about that at work the other day and um we have to, yeah, we should talk about privilege and the power of privilege. Yeah, don't be so judgmental. I'm learning to work on that okay. myself. Oh, you being judgmental. Yeah. Yes, I know that. I am. I know I am, but I'm oh, working on that. Oh, I know you that. are. I, yes. But you were just being judgmental as well too. Right. So I called out myself on the judgmental. But I also call out myself as well. Too. Oh, it's not a contest. It's a big contest no, and I'm not. winning. Well, okay. Well, do better at calling yourself out more. Because I've called myself more than you. So you're saying that I'm more judgmental than you? No. I'm saying that you are, but I've called out myself <laughs> more in the sense of <laughs> my faults than you have. Okay. So I'm in the lead. I'll, I'm just going to take your truth and your transparency and just move on. There it is. Thank you so much. All right. How do we feel about this? We went a lot of directions, but I mean, ultimately, in the sense of culture, and, and regardless of Caribbean culture or any type of culture, uh, we should always be mindful of how we uh, present it, yep. utilize it, um, and uh, be respectful at the end of the day of everyone's cultures and have a better understanding. You know, so before you put those Bantu knots in, Bantu <laughs> knots in, uh, do yourself some research. Adele's Jamaican. According to who? Vibes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is she still dating that guy? I don't know. I honestly don't know anything about Adele. If she don't drop I think music. she's still dating that, 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 um... Good for her, artist. shoot. Mm. Like, yeah, good for her. Good for her. Her music's gonna sound real different. <laughs> it will. Let a black man break her heart. Woo. Yikes. That album's gonna be I crazy. can't wait. I can't that wait. That album is going to be pristine. Okay? Can't wait. It's gonna be... Sorry. I'm so sorry for that, but... It's gonna be called Forever 21. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That was good. Come on. Okay. It was okay. It wasn't that great. <laughs> but I'm here for it. That's... Thank you, friend, for supporting my bad jokes. That's two for two. <laughs> <laughs> Non-judgmental. <sighs> yeah, that's a lie. Anyway, um, so thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Another episode down the tubes. Make sure to catch us on all of our social media and our podcast platforms, which is SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as YouTube. Watch our faces here. Um, and yeah, also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram and follow us individually, slide in our DMs and you could talk about stuff that you want to talk about. If you want to be on the show and if you want us to be on your show, don't be afraid to reach out as well. Um, you know, it would be nice to line up some conversations with some other pods, be out there. You know, I think we've made a name for ourselves enough to where we could, uh, you know, show our faces on other shows and show people who we are. That'd be nice. As long as Definitely. we're respectful and ratchet at the same time. <laughs> Respectfully. So, yeah. Um, so, don't be afraid to reach out. If you have questions as well, please send them in, send them in to sophigpodcast at gmail.com. We're here to answer your questions, any type of advice, or if you want to answer us personal questions, yes, as well. We will answer them to the best of our ability. And, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. You good? It's good. And I'm good. You good? I am Gucci. We got to retire Gucci. Why? Because that's like... I'm G to G? 2000. That's not 2000. That's not. That's yeah, correct. It, People still use Gucci. People literally still use it. People like who? I don't know the people, but people use Gucci. Al Sharpton? Wow, did you just mention 
the Reverend Al. That's how old people reference That's things. He's not using, you know he's not using. I don't know what he's using, but it sounds like he would say, what up, it's Gucci. All right, we need to end the show right now. Thank you so much for listening, Bye. everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, we're not going to, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing impressions today. No, yes. but you're old. You, you're using Gucci, who, Gucci's who, old. I don't know the last person who used Gucci. Gucci. Gucci man was, okay, you know what? Go ahead. That's the last, is that the last All right. <laughs> Listen, that, that's what I'm saying, it's 20. 10, like that was the era of it. Like we passed all of that. So what am I supposed to say? Say goodbye. Everything's good. Everything's good. Do I sound like I'm from Milwaukee? I didn't say do Do bye-bye. I, do I sound I like I'm the Clemson bye-bye. man from Milwaukee, you, Wisconsin? You look like you might be from Milwaukee. I think there are some black people in Milwaukee. Shout out to y'all if y'all listening. Maybe that's your family. Offensive. Bye from the mainland. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> Say goodbye, Ruby.